I'm delighted to speak to Dylan Red this morning, um, a consummate artist, been working at the V&A waterfront in Cape Town for a number of years and what struck me when we were chatting last week, he was working and earned, I'm going to say it slowly, 71 Rand. <laughs> Dylan, what's going on on the ground regarding this pandemic for the last 18 months? Well, do we, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not a laughing matter. I mean, you, 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 that's why I wanted to talk to you today because it's, it's scary. Yeah. It's, it's a laugh or cry. Um, but to be honest, it's, it's all, it's all over the place. There's nothing is, um, you can't say, okay, I'm going to go there today and I can expect to make X amount or whatever it is. Like previously, um, okay. A few months before the pandemic you could still say okay if i go there on a saturday and i do two hours or three hours i can expect to walk away with this amount of money but you can't do that anymore ever since the pandemic or ever since we were able to come back um in during or after the pandemic um in terms of like what you can make monetary wise it's pretty much sad um yeah because sometimes you walk away with like 70 bucks or 60 bucks yeah, I think 60 bucks is the worst I've had. <laughs> I, I don't want to focus on, on the negative all the way through the conversation. Um, you played a stellar set in May with Sipokazi Jonas and Heinrich Franz and that. Um, the YouTube link is just out. It took a while to do, but we got it out <laughs> eventually. Um, give us a little bit, little bit of your background on the songs that you've released in that because I look at you as a one-man band with a lot of gadgets <laughs> and... A very clever artist who you're working hard. Yeah, so um, in terms of stuff that's been released, I've only got 12 tracks that have been released um, onto um, Spotify and these and all those things, um, which was in 2019. So I did that album, I've printed copies and whatnot. Um, and <laughs> that's another thing that was sort of a side effect of um, the pandemic was when when the pandemic hit, I pretty much just printed the CDs like a month or two months before. So I'm still sitting with CDs um, and I'm at the point where I want to like start doing new stuff because it's like two years later already and I want to start recording new stuff or print new CDs. But I'm still sitting with over like 100 CDs from the first batch of stuff. So now when people see me perform, I may not necessarily even be performing those songs anymore. I'm performing newer stuff and they're like, oh, is that one on there? And I'll just be like, yeah, um, or this or that or whatever it is. Um, and then they're like, okay, but we want this song that you just performed. I'm like, I just did this song last week. I, it's not anywhere yet. Um, so it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a tricky situation. So, I mean, you have to get through all of these things. And I mean, obviously uh, most of these things are like recording music or printing CDs or whatever have costs. And uh, that's another side effect is doing the same amount of work. Even if you go to a venue or a restaurant or something, um, the budgets are lower, so you get paid less. So if you have to drive out the stuff your costs are the same but you're getting less remuneration so things don't make as much sense anymore but when, when you go and play you've got a number of gadgets and that with yeah. you just, just describe your, your, your setup and if i was listening to this podcast and i go hang on this dylan red sounds an interesting man how would you describe your sound and who dylan red is 
Okay, so, okay, for, first of all, for the gadgets. So what I use, what I have been using recently is like something called a uh, loop station. So if you've seen like Ed Sheeran or um, I'm not sure if Jeremy Loops still that uses it live and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so that's what a loop station is basically. It allows you to sing or play something um, on the spot and it'll record it and play it back for you. And you can essentially overdub. So you can go and then that'll loop in the background and you can sing over that and you can go ah and then it'll play it and you can re record your next ah in the next voice or whatever it is so it allows you to essentially be a one-man band you can make your percussion and your voices and whatnot um yeah but in terms of my own music um i've also started writing to the looper which also makes it more interesting also stretches the songs out um but um yeah so my own sound i would say is more sort of blues r&b funk even sometimes folk um yeah and that's i suppose what my flavor would be is a fusion of those things and where you sit now today we're going into november i know you mentioned to me you want to go to johannesburg to to look for some work later in the year plans sort of from now till early 2022 what are the what are those factors because although it's incredibly hard for everybody there's always a positive vibe about you you've just decided hang on i'm putting one foot in front of the other and i've got to keep going is that very much the way you see things Pretty much, um, yeah. So as I mentioned, I'm going to to Johannesburg, and as of now, which is just yeah, just about two months away, I have nothing confirmed, nothing booked in Johannesburg. Luckily, I've got family there, so I'm pretty much I've just booked my tickets, um, and I'm just basically calling anybody like, do you know someone Joburg? Do you know someone Joburg? Um, so that I can say, okay, I am definitely going to be there. I'm taking my gear with me. I'm taking my lead or whatever it is. I'm able to perform who has a venue or who's got a space or whatever it is. Um, I'm accustomed to busking, so even if I find a busking spot or whatever, I'll pull up there. When, when, when people say busking, I've, I don't <laughs> like that term. I, I, I like to say a, um, a one-man band, a, an artist. Um, how do you, look, do you look at it when people say, oh, you're a busker? I mean, look to be yeah. To be very honest, in in Cape Town or I suppose in South Africa as a whole, there's not much sort of acknowledgement or recognition of what a busker is. You can you'll tell people, okay, I'm a busker, and they won't actually even know what it is in the first place. Um, so I mean, in terms of the term itself, I don't really f feel anything. I just it's a descriptive word for me. In in event, I have to explain to them what I do. Um, so I'll just tell them, look. Okay, I perform outside um, and they're like oh no like those marimba guys whatever it is like okay yeah that's easier for you to understand <laughs> but 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 your love of music I know you went I went to sax but you went to Weinberg so there's a, a, a bit of a, a bit of a thing but is, is that where your love of music started at school um I, I don't know I think I, I would say it started at home um from a very very sort of early age as well um, grew up both my parents love music um, like my dad's always got like Heart FM on there's always even if that's not on he's playing some sometimes he finds the weirdest musicians that even I would never listen to like one day I came home and he was listening I was like this isn't English he was like no no it's German something something I'm like how and where 
Um, and then on my mom's side, she more listens to like the classical, not not classical, but I would say um, the more contemporary, like well-known artists, stuff like Maroon 5. I grew up listening to the album songs about Jane and stuff like that. Um, and Indiari and uh, on my dad's side, it was more like the John Legend and um, sometimes like John Mayer and those sorts of things. So I got a fairly well-rounded uh, exposure to music growing up and... Um, that just I mean I was always singing something or the other and I, I don't know when I went to when I started at Wyoming Boys I started in the band I started drums I started in the choir and all those sorts of things so I got um, more comfortable performing and, and, and doing music and stuff um, so I think that going to school and stuff helped me get more comfortable doing it but I was always sort of exposed to the music this is a maybe a a curveball question is there is there something to fall back on if you decide hang on this is not for me I, I want to do something else what is that something else okay so I mean look there's not something else that I want to fall back on but at the moment um, or oh, finishing up at the moment actually um, is a digital marketing and social media course um, and web design and stuff like that. So I've been doing that this year. It's only a one-year course. Um, I'm considering whether to extend that and do some more studies uh, to actually like be able to to get a job into in that sort of industry. Um, but yeah, that was another thing that the um, the pandemic sort of um, smacked me with a wake-up call. It was like, especially um, yeah, when everyone was in lockdown, um, musicians couldn't get out, we couldn't perform. There's a couple of streaming sites, but um, in terms of like what you can make in terms of remuneration, it was not great. A am I right in saying when, when you when you were working at the waterfront and the height of of season and everything else, some artists are making four to five thousand rand a day um, when they hit it lucky and things happen. I mean that that happens once in a while. Mm. Um, and then we'll talk about it for a couple of weeks, but that's like extraordinarily lucky. Um, I mean, I think the most I've made in one day, it was like 3,000, but that was with the trio. So we walked away with like 1,000 and each. Um, on my own, I think the most I've made is like 2,000, just over 2,000. And, um, yeah, and then I was singing tunes for the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so it's, um, I mean, I'm sure some of the the bigger acts or stuff will make more but then they have to split it between themselves and stuff like that and during the pandemic everybody read oh the government this the government that what are the, are the challenges now that you see on the ground whether it be in the city of cape town or national government that are not listening to artists like yourself who are at the rock face working constantly on your craft what would you like to see being made easier well i mean for one thing i think uh i think it's a i don't know it's a, it feels like a tall order but um a sort of a, a recognition of artists um especially ones that are basking um and out in the public space like that that's not sort of in a formal setting or in a formal venue for, for the public to actually recognize oh that's actually um sort of a job or a uh, a stream of income or whatever it is because some people are just like oh it's a hobby 
um, and then they're like, oh, here's two rand or here's five rand, which is like, I mean, it's great that you're contributing, but on the other hand, it's like, this is like, this do, is a do, job. Do, do, do you see um, the audience, and I'm saying, my, including myself and, and people, look at, at this type of thing and that, but it's, it's not real. It, it's, yeah. it, it, it's not a job. You can't be doing this. Yeah. I mean, that, that happens. Yeah. I mean, you get that look quite a bit and then like, okay, but what do you actually do? Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> and it annoys quite a few of us because like, this is, this is what we're doing. Um, like, yeah, this is, this is our life and our jobs and things like that. So I'm fortunate enough at the moment that I'm still living at home with my parents and stuff. Um, have, and you do, have you developed a thick skin when people say, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, I and mean, you, you have file to. file 13 answer. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to. I mean, like people say, people will say and do the most outrageous things sometimes. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, I had just finished my set and I was packing up. My mic stand was still up. Um, and as I'm packing my cables and stuff, my mic is still on the mic stand packing my cables and stuff and as I turn around this group of girls walk past and one starts playing with the mic and I mean it's during COVID I'm like please don't touch my stuff then one of the other ones comes and just and spits on the mic and I'm just like what possesses you and I'm just standing there and one of the next busker was standing there as well I'm like did you see that it was like yeah like we just stood there because like what can you do do? and then they just run off giggling and like hey and I'm like why it's like there's like some yeah, some people just have no respect for, first of all, for other people's things, but for other people's, like, professions. They just don't see it as like, ah, no, you just play, play. But but talking about a profession, I want to go back to that gig that that, that you joined us with at, at Youngblood and that, um, and DCAS in the Western Cape government assisted in, in some of the funding and everything else to make it happen. And I had to do a report for Music Exchange to give back. And I think there were five musicians in total created 39 jobs that's like a seven times multiplier and i think if artists did that maybe that ghastly question of oh what do you do hang on this one gig that we did on the 14th of may that's now up on youtube created 39 jobs that night and everybody got paid yeah whether from the restaurant from the ticketing outlet from the sound company from the video company from the people at the door and 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 the list goes on and on from the person writing the press release and all of that and maybe that's a way that artists need to start shaping their documents to saying, look, there's a gig economy here and we created that economy so much so to helping pay the rental for the venue, to the beers, to the food at the venue. There's a little restaurant inside that was doing roaring trade that night. It wouldn't have done anything if it wasn't for arts and culture being in that room that evening. Yeah. And I mean, like uh, some people don't realize how how sort of integral, um, yeah, the arts in general are to, yeah, to the in the whole structure of everything. Because, I mean, if, if you don't sort of um, value those things, then, okay, uh, turn off your radio, um, take all the music off your phone, don't watch TV, um, don't listen to anything, don't, don't look at anything, <laughs> basically. Because, I mean, if you're going to try and sort of, extract arts out of your culture then you're gonna have nothing left that's really worth anything um because i mean people like yeah i know but you're just a musician like okay don't listen to music don't watch tv don't do these things it's like then then you can say okay no these things aren't worth anything 
um, because I mean it's kind of ridiculous. And there's uh, another thing that actually, especially for singers, that gets on our nerves, um, is when people see us and they're like, "Ah, oh, you're good. You should go to Idols or you should go to The Voice." Like those are the like those are the standing blocks or the the goal of every musician. And we're just like, "Okay, yes, thank you. I know you're being nice, but thank you. <laughs> okay." <laughs> we, 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 we know what those are about and, and in, in closing of, of this conversation um, your social media presence and that where do people find you if they enjoy the conversation and, 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 and want to listen more and want to look more what you're doing yeah so I mean I have pretty much all the social media Facebook, YouTube, Instagram um, Twitter so it's all, all of the same. It's at Dylan, as in Bob Dylan, red, as in the color, and then Z-A or Z-A, if you're American. No, we'll uh, take Z-A. <laughs> so, it's, so it's Dylan Red, one word, Z-A, on everything across yeah. everything else. Everything, you can just search at Dylan Red, Z-A, and it should come up um, with, yeah, on all of the social platforms. Dylan, thank you for the time and the, the frank and open discussion about what is happening on the ground now. For artists like yourself. Thank you for the frank discussion, my friend. All the Thank best you for having board. me. Pleasure, pleasure.